Hello and welcome to episode 91 of the Mature Gamer Podcast, Bits and PCs. My name is John and with me tonight we have Vimesy. Hello. And Yoda. You alright? Yeah, I'm alright mate. Yourself? Yeah, now I've passed my driving test. Oh yeah, congratulations on that. Um, another one hits the road. I wondered why my insurance premium had gone up recently. Uh, I wondered why. I wondered why mine had gone down, and then I remembered I was fucking forty. Fuck Ooh. me, Jesus! <laughs> to be fair, it's costing us no more to have me on as a full driver than what it was as a provisional. So, which is uh, good. That's very good. Um, my insurance also went down because apparently they can't discriminate between men and women now. Yeah, <laughs> my wife hates me. But are they going <laughs> to? But by that token, interesting political question: Are they able to discriminate based on age? Discuss. No, save it for another time. No, that's not. Save that for our political podcast. Bits uh, and <laughs> politics or something. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, politics shift or something. Yeah, <laughs> little mention there for the night shift. Uh, you've done it now. That'll be it. I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> the enthusiasm is just flowing through us. Do you know what it is? We've peaked. You see, we've peaked because believe. When was that? Not, when did that happen? Because no one told me we'd peaked. Uh, it peaked uh, on the third of April when we hit uh, hundred reviews. Yeah, we finally got there, and you know it's, it's steamed on, and we've actually now got hundred and six reviews. And the the trouble with that is that now I'm going to have to put my hand in the pocket. And uh, do you know what? We might as well do that now, so that whoever wins, if they decide to turn <laughs> this shit off halfway the through, they can... Uh, right, so this hasn't been set up, right, at all. But I can tell you that I am looking at 106 reviews mm-hmm. on iTunes. Mm-hmm. It, in a in a, another window, I have a random.org tr- true random number generate, okay? Now I'm going to put in here... Oh, shit, lost it. <laughs> you can tell this hasn't been set up at all. Well, of course, it hasn't been set up. We're, not, we're just really not that professional clever. outfit. We're just not. Uh, remind us of the prizes, John. Um, well, I think at the time I said that it should be um, copies of Talisman. Yeah. Uh, didn't Vimesy offer you to to play yeah. it as well as part of the prize? Yeah, that was oh, part that. of the prize. An evening with John playing. I like Talisman. Talisman. I enjoy Talisman it's very much. It's very good. And it's not a bad investment on my side because it's quite a cheap game. It's only eleven ninety nine. Uh, you're not getting the additional download DLC content, which you'll need to get if you want to play with me. But that's only a couple of quid anyway. So let's not be tight here, lads. Okay, so I have got a hundred and six written reviews here. Okay, so if I get a random dot org, I have a true random ge- number generator. I have a minimum of one and a maximum of 106. Oh, I'm, see how that works, yeah. And I am about to hit generate. That's um, I wonder if one of you lot should do it so that there's no... Well, I can't hit generate. It's on your computer. Yeah, but if you go to random.org, you could do. In fact, oh, yes, you do that. Oh. And don't open... So I just want this to be, you know, it's like the lottery. This is as, and it's as important as the lottery. How many copies are you giving away? Two. Okay, Yoda, do you want to do one? Yeah. So random.org in the top right corner, there's a number ra- 61. Number 61. Number 60. Now I've got to count. 
really oh, should have thought. Why don't you leave that till we start talking? Yes, okay, I'll give you an update. Okay, so let me make a note of that. This is brilliant, isn't it? Live, live broadcasting. This is... Oh, shit, that's the wrong keypad. I'm using too many computers. Right, can someone make a moment? 61, was that? Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, Tony, was it you that gave me 6 to 1? It was, yeah. Vimesy, give me another one. We're going early doors. We're going number five. Number five. Okay, shouldn't so... be too much for you to count. Okay, that might be one of the ones I put in. That's good. Um, and I'm going to order. I'm going to do. I'm going to. Shall I randomise these? Shall I randomise these? No, I'm going to do them in chronological order. So I'm going to by the date that you put them in. So thank you everyone who put the last few in, but it doesn't look like you've won anything. <laughs> so <laughs> whoever was number well, I'll five. Tell you what, I'll, throw, I'll throw in, if someone wants to pick a number out of the last one, I'll pick, I'll pick uh, a copy of Velvet Assassin on the PC for them. Cause it's only 89 P on steam today. I noticed. Right. Fine. Brilliant. Let's keep going. Okay. So uh, I'll generate one and uh, yep. anything between, should we say the last, last 20 people? So something like 85 through to, no, let's just do it on everyone. Right, I'm just oh. going to I'm going to just going to generate it. Number 31. So 31 is Fimesy's prize. Yep. I better buy a copy of Velvet as well. Right. I will work on that in the background while these boys talk to you about video games, a uh, subject I have little to no interest in. So, uh, I'll see you shortly. Ciao. Vimesy, you can start, mate. Oh, all right. Oh, oh this this had relevance for you though, John. It's my first, my first item. Um, okay, well, I'm listening. I'm just also counting. Because you, you brought this up last week. This was Assessor Corsa. Oh, Assessor Corsa. No, I, I am listening, but I'm also a bit counting. A bit of sim racing for you. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, we, we, bu- we bought it when it was on sale. I think it was for 20 quid. It's an early access game. And um, I hadn't played it at all since I bought it a month ago. Uh, with the tenuous excuse that I was waiting for a, a steering wheel to um, show up. Uh, unfortunately, I think Smidgey heard me and put me onto a mate of his who was selling a G25. Um, and so I bought it and it arrived beautifully packaged up, lovely in a box and everything. Um, and I, um, it's very, very good. Hey, you still haven't used it, have you? No, no, no. I've had it out. I put it on my desk and I was, I was using it on Friday and Saturday and I, I had, um, a little bit of time on Assessor Corsa. I played a little bit of uh, grid on it and stuff. It's a lovely little wheel. I do like it. It makes a hell of a difference. Because I, I was worried because I've got a, a Logitech Driving Force EX or something. Um, and the I was worried that there wouldn't be much of a step up to the G25. And it's it's just so not true. The G25 is lush. Um, it's got that, every, you know... It gives you the right number of resistance. It's perfectly moddable to sort of, you know, tone it down, tone it up, the dead zone or whatever. Um, pedals are, have got a really nice sort of feel to them. I mean, obviously, if you're a proper sim racer, you're probably just sniggering into your into your cup of tea right now, just sort of going, what's he you know? Nothing is what I know, but it feels a lot better than the shit I'm used to using, so that's fine. Um, so I tried, yeah, Sesso Corsa. Um, God, it's quite pretty. And um, my theory that using a wheel and pedals would make this game easier has just gone out the window. It's bloody hard. Um, I was just like all over the place. I was spinning out and everything until I got into my little Fiat R bath. And um, that's what I call it, an R bath. Uh, And tearing up the track. Yeah, it's really good fun. Um, I'm I'm really looking forward to when this, if this, gets some multiplayer sorted out. 
and uh, even considering doing a little sim racing online with people if people were interested we could get a little maybe not a hogs v bunnies or bunnies v hogs things lined up but maybe a little forum race night on something like a free sim or something um could be quite a good laugh so yeah pleased with that one uh next one i think i'll leave the next one to last because it can link up with yoda because i imagine he's been playing it Mm -hmm. um i picked up a little ios title called monument valley on sunday um have you heard of this one nope nope okay this is a beautiful little game it's about two pound forty nine two pound fifty on on um the app store and it is basically i did tweet a little picture out of it and stuff on sunday it's quite short it only took a couple of hours to complete um and it's quite easy journey yeah it's basically journey meets fez um and you know those those kind of escher um drawings with plays with perspective so you kind of got those pictures of convoluted paths and stairways that don't quite they sort of seem to go up but endlessly going up and stuff yeah it kind of plays with your perspective on that so you have a little uh little kind of princess character and you you have to move her about the pathways and it just plays with your perspective and you can twist the world around in some instances which again changes the very much like fez where something that was it just looked flat before when you turn it around gives you an option to go into a you know to climb higher or, or whatever um and it's just beautiful it looks really stunning it's kind of got this uh almost japanesey type art style to it um and for two pound fifty i mean someone made one called egg tweeted and sort of said oh i've heard it's a bit short it's like two pound fifty mate it's you know if you want an evening's entertainment yeah well yeah how much chocolate are you eating big chocolate none at the moment because i'm giving out for lent (laughs) lent's finished isn't it no has no one told you yet Oh, that could be the truth. No, it's another week yet. Is it? Mm. Oh, it's like it's I'm not been Easter yet, mate. Oh fuck, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I've eaten me eggs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's that's a beautiful little game. Um, highly recommended. Um, it's quite easy, but just as an experience to play through. It reminds me a little bit of the room. It's got that same sort of vibe to it, uh, but not 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 dark or anything like that. Just. Um, it, look, it's Journey meets Fez, and if you liked either of those two games or both, then, then you know, go and pick it up. It's it's really good. Uh, what next? Oh, I picked up. Uh, well, I didn't pick it up. I restarted playing. God knows why. I think I'm waiting for Dark Souls Two to come out on the PC. Um, so instead of doing what I should have done, which is finish Dark Souls One, I went and reinstalled Dragon's Dogma on the PS3. Um, I don't know. Did Dragon's Dogma ever have a PC release? I don't know. Um, I don't think it did. Which is a shame, because it's a, it's a most excellent game. Um, it did this is... come out on PS Plus? Yeah. Right. Yeah, hence what I got. But I had it on... Um, I had it as a retail release when it first came out. So I didn't get it on when it first came out. I got the, they, they did a kind of... A game of the year edition called Dark Arisen, uh, mm. which added loads and loads of bonus content and um, kind of patched it up to give you kind of fast travel which was if you had the the base game without that was it was a pain in the ass because you literally had to walk everywhere uh, and sometimes you just don't want to do that um so this is a, this is a really good game it's a um how to describe it it's, it's an it's a bit like skyrim but with 
honestly better combat um what can you say it's got quite a linear japanesey type story to it the it's it's kind of open world but you have quests that lead you off uh, into different areas the battle mechanics are, are quite excellent um so you you have two normally two weapons so you, you know i've gone as a strider which basically means i have a bow and i have um daggers so kind of your, your atypical kind of stealthy uh or dagger uh kind of um character but you also have mages and you have um uh fighters and the interesting thing about this is you've got this um i have to be careful how i do this this is a pawn arrangement p-a-w-n um where you create a support character for you so for example if you were a fighter you might want to get yourself a mage who's skilled up in i don't know uh healing or something like that so you could basically tank or just keep fighting yeah um i've gone for a bit of an, an orthodox one i've gone for i'm um, as a strider kind of thiefy character i've gone for a fighter to tank hopefully um so uh, but what you do is you can once you've created your your pawn um if other people are playing um so let's say yoda you picked it up and you were playing mm-hmm. you could hire my pawn and as an interesting mechanic what happens is that you you hired my pawn it goes into your world it keeps any experience and any gold it collects or that you gift it with mm. uh, and brings it back to me so, so it's I, basically I can, you, you're a pimp yeah i'm pimping my pawn and uh it's it's just good because it's got a beautiful mechanic where i can i can go into the void and i can you can see everybody's pawns laid out in front of you kind of saying okay do you want to hire a mage stop it i'm trying to do this so so straight and it's just really difficult uh you know so you might see so you know i might see yoda's mage i might see uh john's fighter i might see clarky's camper um <laughs> i could you know i could pick any one of those and have a look at their stats and it would tell me things like how much experience they've had so you know in the area of the world i'm in how many quests they know how, how many monsters have they sort of faced so are they experienced against set so if i know what i'm going up against if i know that there's going to be you know a hydra around the corner i can go and pick a pawn that so would that pawn into... replace your pawn no 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 because section. you would you 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 basically you can have a party of four so you your yeah. pawn and then you hire two other people's pawns right okay so when when you if you came along and you hired it doesn't take my pawn away from me or anything like that mm-hmm. um it just means that you you know you you can have a squad of four uh, so at the moment I've you know I've got a major support I've got a, another fighter to go with me and I've got a um, so I've got two fighters me as a strider and then a mage and then we we go off and gallivant across the countryside. And How does this compare to Dragon Age? It's got a slightly different feel to it, um, mm-hmm. but I actually I kind of prefer it. It's less kind of it's less hack and slash. It's slightly more considered. It's it's kind of like a it's almost like a hybrid between Dark Souls and um, and Dragon Age. It's got that same. It's, it's got slightly some of the complexity of of Dark Souls, which isn't quite right. It doesn't feel quite. Right. Um, but the kind of the Dragon Age kind of the leveling and the the, the exploration and the RPG elements of Dragon Age, and mm-hmm. that's the way the, the kind of the world feels like the way the way Dragon Age steers you through a kind of linear world, but with some movement either side, if you like. Um, I don't want to go too much because it's quite an old game, and you know, again, it's not it's not on the PC. But if you have got like a three sixty or a PC, I mean, Dark Arisen when it came out was twenty quid, 
So if you can find it somewhere, you probably find it for under a tenner. Or if you have picked it up on PS Plus and not played it yet, um, really go go and give it a shot because it's it's a bloody good game. Well worth well worth a go. I was thinking of starting either Dragon Age, but I might might do this one instead. Yeah, I'd go, I... go with Dragon's Dogma because I think you'll enjoy it. Um, yeah. It's something and then a bit I different. can use your pawn. You can always use my pawn, my friend. You know <laughs> yeah. that. Um, another game you might be really interested in actually is. Um, <laughs> it's an early access game. <laughs> <laughs> what a surprise. Did you get a t-shirt? In fact, it's so early access, it's not even in beta, it's in alpha. Um, and this is, um, do you remember Mark of the Ninja? I think so. One of my favourite games of a couple of years ago. Uh, that was by a company, well, a group of developers called Clay Entertainment. Have you heard of Clay? It's, no. Uh, no, okay. Uh, well, they're doing a new game called Invisible Inc., um, and that's Invisible Ink, as in Incorporated. Um, this is an awesome little game. It's um, a kind of turn-based spy game, like espionage game, where you have uh, teams of um, agents who move around enemy corporations and bases, and you kind of collect hack points by hacking into computers, and you get CPU points, which you can use those CPU points to... Um, break into safes or steal information or upgrade your equipment um, and obviously within these these sort of uh, it's a kind of top down isometric isometric view tile based um, so you have a certain movement you know when you start off you have kind of like a bit like um, XCOM where you have uh, a certain number of movement I was going to say I'm just looking at screenshots it does look very XCOM like on the movement yeah kind structure. of the movement the movement and the, the way you can you can use certain abilities is so you kind of you're limited to two abilities so for example I could move to a corner and use an ability called peak to sort of have a quick shifty around the corner to get a mm. better understanding without being caught um, or I could use that to um, fire a dart gun to incapacitate a guard or I could use it to hack into a computer to get some CPU points or I could, you know there's, 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 there's a fair few different ways you can do it and you, you have a couple of agents at the beginning um, and one of them is kind of like very stealthy so he makes no sound but the other one is um, able to hack into computers from a further distance away but he's very loud because he's a robot don't go there um, it's it costs about a tenner. I think it's under a tenner. It cost me. I think it's sixteen bucks, which is just under a tenner. And where do I get it from? Get in. Well, you have to go to Invisible Link. You can't get it off Steam. You have to just Google Invisible Link, and you'll go to the website and you can have a look at it. You do get two copies of the game for this, but I don't think because you get it. It's done through the Humble Store. I don't think you get the second copy until the game's actually released. Because I did think of you. I thought you'll like this. <laughs> I'll give you my second code after having offered it to Clarky, Proton, Petro, and everyone else. Uh, <laughs> and then thought Yoda might want it. Um, but I don't think I can gift it you until the game's actually released. So considering it's in early alpha, you might want to just splash a tenner on it. Um, um, and that's it. So yeah, Invisible Ink, looking really good. Um, there's a bit of RPG element in there of, of upgrading the skills and stuff and opening up new characters that will have different skills. Uh, but the idea is effectively, obviously, to avoid the guards, get your espionage, you know, break into safes and, and get the, the data you've been sent to collect and then get out. Um, that's basically the, the game. Um, and there's obviously lots of subtle other mechanics and there's kind of um, an overriding 
time element to it as well, which plays quite nicely. So uh, yeah, go check it out. That's 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 good. Um, I am getting through these. Honestly, I'm trying. Um, the other one is an oldie but goodie, uh, Hearthstone. Back on Hearthstone, just briefly, uh, because it's on iPad now. So I was quite pleased with this. Now, I went uh, looking for this, and I couldn't yes. find it. Why could I not no, find it? That's because you didn't use the cunning ploy of... Um, <clears throat> thanks, Google. Uh, of changing your region settings on iTunes to Canada and then downloading it from the Canadian App Store and then resetting your um, region settings back to the UK and you'll still have Hearthstone sitting there on your desktop. And how would well, someone do that? You have to. You can't do it through the iPad. I don't know why. I couldn't. I couldn't do it through the iPad. But I had it up on. It's a bit of a faff. You basically load up iTunes on your PC. You go to the store and you or go, Mac. Go, or Mac. Yep. I mean, we're, um, let's let's say, say we're agnostic based. on this show. Yeah, we're agnostic about that. Um, uh, in in the account, you can go to my account and you can change your region settings. And all you need to do is you you go into the region settings. You keep your name the same, but you just change your address to any Canadian address. So I was quite cunning, and I used Ubisoft Montreal as my um, <laughs> as my address. Use their phone number and whatever, and then just save settings. And it just goes, "Yep, lovely." Then whilst you're still on the PC, go to the App Store, download Hearthstone. Um, Put it onto your, you know, plug your iPad into the PC, and install it off that. You know, just just you know, install the app from your PC into into the onto the iPad, and then I just reset my settings back to the UK again. And Hearthstone sits there, and because all your Hearthstone details are on one central server, it doesn't. There's it's not region locked. Right, why, is it, it. why is this region locked? Why can I not buy this? Get this well, they're, do, they're doing a soft launch because obviously they want to do it. They want to test it in a smaller, um, smaller English-speaking territories first. So I think it's Canada, New Zealand, and Australia. They're doing. Hang on, it isn't first. Montreal? Isn't that in the French part of Canada? Well, there isn't. There isn't really any other kind of Canada, really. But yes, there is. There's a French and English-speaking. Well, it's not really English, is it? It's all bloody Canadian over there. Why on earth are you talking about? <laughs> Very hey. good. I'm not sure if that was supposed to be Scottish Canadian or not. <laughs> Get it. But yeah, so you can pick up Hearthstone on iPad. I haven't had much time to play with it. Uh, maybe uh, I think I've got one game in, but it looks like it's quite a good um, a good port over. All seems to work fine. Picked up all my account. Even picked up the fact that I had extra cards. It's even updated the cards that um, have been patched over um, since the beta. Uh, so yeah, that should be. Um, a complete time sync as soon as I have any time to sync into it. Uh, and that leads me nice and smoothly onto a game that is the, probably the reason we haven't seen Clarky all week um, FTL Advanced Edition on iPad. Um, came out, I can't remember, was it Tuesday? Yeah. Um, so this is, this is FTL. Uh, coming to iPad it's also got some extra features which if you've got the PC version which I already have um, it will upgrade your PC version for free mm -hmm. uh, just as a patch um, it's still was it, I think it was six ninety nine on iPad so it's the same as the PC version I think um, correct me if I'm wrong there yeah. but um, yeah I so I've been playing six playing quid FTL. on um, is it six quid on, on iOS well it's I think it's is it not more on iOS I don't know, that's why I just asked you. I thought it was uh, about a tenner. Uh, eight, eight, nine quid. 
On iOS, it is £6.99. And I know that it's £6.99 because I accidentally bought it for £6.99. Good work. I I wasn't going to pick this up because I'm not a huge fan of FTL. And I bought it for some... I don't know why. Half past ten at night when I was sitting in bed browsing the App Store thinking, I'm not tired yet. Um... What can I play? And so I thought, oh, Clarky's waved on about this far too often. I'll, I'll give it another bash. Two o'clock in the morning, I finished playing it. When I say finished, as in I looked at my clock and went, oh, fuck, I've got to go to work in four hours. Um, and I think, I don't know, I've not put that many hours into it afterwards because I just haven't had time. But it's uh, it's really hard to put down once you start doing this. Um I'm really. What are we, really sorry, really I'm confused. What we're talking about now? The, FTL now. Oh right, no, sorry, because I heard the words in bed bash, hard to put down. I, I my mind went elsewhere. I don't know why. And I'm not sure. I'm in. No, not, probably for, probably that way, John, probably, really. for, probably for the best. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's that's FTL. I'm not going to talk about it because I'm going to give it to Yoda because he's also played it and um, I've spent far too long on it. Drink. Well, I have downloaded this and I think I must have put about six, seven hours into it since it came out on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely it's only an hour a day to be fair. That is, but along with everything else I've been playing. Ah. Mm, um it's great. The I they've updated it on the PC a lot. It's made it I wouldn't say easier, but it's now it's Far, it is easier to plan your route. So on plan the, your route. Yeah. So as you're going across your little sector, mm-hmm. yeah. when you click on, when you're tra- hovering over with the mouse to go onto the next sector you want, it will then tell you where that one you can jump to. So you can plan a couple, start planning a couple of moves ahead. Oh, I see. Did it not do that on the old version? No, that's a new feature. Oh, okay. Which is really helpful when you're sitting there going, well, I want to take as long as I can to get across to the other side to earn as much scrap as I can. Yes. And it's just a lovely little touch to help you decide how you want to take on. But the thing that's impressed me the most is the the new rooms. So you've got, like, the mind control room. Oh, I haven't used any. Clarky, him of, of FTL... Like status, yeah. He told me not to turn any of the advanced features on. Right. He said that. Did he? He said, yeah. "Don't turn any of the advanced features on until I've beaten the game." I trusted him. Was I wrong? <laughs> the advanced features are really good. The likes of <laughs> the mind control, so you can take control of one of the enemy crew and get them to start fighting amongst themselves while you're trying to blow other things up. You can use the the jammer, so you fire a little drone onto the enemy ship, and they are unable to use one of the rooms. So, which is quite good on the either the oxygen or the weapons. Mm-hmm. There's some new weapons in it, which I think there's um, it's like a flat cannon that that's quite handy because it hits multiple rooms at once. And it goes through shields, but no, I've I've got addicted to this again and I can see me playing a lot more um, over the coming weeks to try and unlock all the, the ships because I had to restart when my I rebuilt my laptop So, but no, if you haven't got it, 
you should definitely pick it up. On PC, of course. Mm, not to know the iPad. Have you, have you bought it on iPad? No, because I don't have an iPad. Yeah, see. Mm. But that sounds so pissed off about it. I accident, as I said, I accidentally bought it on <laughs> iPad, and the reason I accidentally bought it on iPad for six pounds ninety-nine was that I was given twenty-five pounds of iTunes vouchers very kindly by someone uh, for my birthday, and it's been hanging around for a while. And I don't know what to spend iTunes vouchers on, so I thought, all right, well, you know, I'll start by spending it on FTL. So I clicked buy, <laughs> put my password in, next thing I know it already bloody charged it to my credit card. How the fuck do you use <laughs> iTunes vouchers? I just couldn't work it Don't out. Don't you have to upload them to your account first so it kind of holds it in a, in a wallet for you? I've Pro- never used them. I think, that's what I've, I think that's what I've seen there when I browse the store. That would be the sensible way of doing things. Um, I, of course, just went all guns are blazing, gung-ho. <laughs> so I've still, got, I've still got 25 quid's worth of... Um... So when you're on the bread line, we can all point to FTL as your downfall. Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I've, play, I've played a little bit of it. I mean, it's FTL. I mean, I, did, I think I've played, I've played about 10 minutes of it, put it that way. Um, I think uh, there's some nuances with the, con- with the kind of like touch controls, which aren't necessarily intuitive. Uh, but you get used to them. Have you played the tutorial? No, but I played yeah, on the PC. Play, play the, yeah, I know, I mean, but I think I played on the PC. And again, the, the two bits of advice Clark gave me, one of which has been rubbished already by Yoda, but the other one about, he said, even at whatever your experience level is, play play the tutorial because there's some changes to the, the way it functions. And I, even with my limited time on the PC, I did notice there were some differences between the control schemes. So it might be worth just trying the tutorial through. Right, fair enough, message understood. But uh, it's all right, isn't it? It's FTL on an iPad, which is great, because it means you can Which is all it. pretty much we wanted, so that's cool. You can play it on a train and on a plane, and it's all lovely and easy. Did you rename your ship Serenity as well? No, I did not. Oh. <laughs> God. Uh, we're, we're, you... do, we're already dangerously close to uttering the words fucking Firefly again. So... I'd just like to point out, I didn't mention the words. You did, you said Serenity. I didn't say anything about the other word. I know. But I'm it's dangerous. Without mentioning it. You appreciate that it's dangerously close. I bet you don't go the whole episode without saying it. No, I can see that you've watched Serenity on fucking <laughs> film, so <laughs> I've lost cause. Right, get on with it. Are you done now? Hey, I was done with that a game ago. Oh, brilliant. A I'm, whole game ago? I was finding it very difficult to do the counting, if truth be told. Um... <laughs> Because right. you're riveted by my game. No, it's because I can't copy and paste. You can't copy and paste out of iTunes. Don't worry about it. It's nonsense. Yoda, crack on, pal. The next game I've been playing is Mercenary Kings. Now this came out on PS Plus for the PlayStation Four this week. It is also a PC game that was out early access um, last year. And I'm really enjoying this. It's just a run-and-gun, side-scrolling shooter where you can fully customise your weapon. It was made by the same people who worked on Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the game. Um, It was a Kickstarter, so obviously Vimesy's bought ten copies. At least. (laughs) And got the the cool T-shirt to go with it. Absolutely, and the soundtrack. Yeah, oh, don't forget that. Um, I'm really enjoying this. It's it's just a laugh. You get to 
fully customize your all your weapons. You get to I think there's a toilet gun, which I've I've not got to grips with that one yet. You do but... keep tweeting me telling me to get on and play this. I haven't yet. I know that's because you were on date night last night. It wasn't date night, it was film night. And we'll get to that later. Ah. Um, if you've not played it, it's... Well, if you've got PS4, it's free. It's worth... It is worth a go. It's just running around shooting things. I think me, it's, Woolly... So it's, it's, it looks like Double Dragon, but with guns. It's one of those, isn't it? Yeah, it's more like Metal Slug. Did you ever play Metal Slug? Yeah, yeah, I had a Metal Slug, yeah. Yeah, so it's basically... Yes, like, yeah, go on. It's basically like an updated version of that, even though Metal Slug 3 has come out. There seems to be a couple of these games out at the moment. There seems to be sort of some kind of resurgence in side-scrolling, retro, pixel-arty, shootery type things. Um, and I, they all kind of look the same to me. So the, the, the thing that seems to set this one apart is the customization and the kind of RPG element to it. Um, but, I'll, yeah, I'll get on and have a go at it. Um, uh, you, it's... Um... It's four player. You can have up to four players. You can do that local or online. Like I've got enough friends to have it four people around locally. <laughs> well, I think last night we had uh, myself, Rich, and the Wolster. Oh, who, awesome. uh, who were just well, you got offered, but hey, it turned us oh. down. And yeah, it's just a cracking laugh. The next game that I've been playing. Oh, is... here we go. The one that Vimesy knew that I would buy as soon as I could was Neo Scavenger. Oh. Now, I think I really need to talk to Proton because I've tried this about seven or eight times and only lasted a couple of hours. Yes, it's a Proton game. What did you expect? But I really like it. I really like the mechanics of it. I really like just the way that you can you can add more perks if you add more... Um, what they're called oh I can't think of the word so you can have ha- have more perks if you have more uh huh help <laughs> yeah this is good good radio so far well you're not helping you can have more disadvantages so you can boost yourself up but at the same time bring yourself back down to that even keel it's very difficult but I just I just couldn't spend my time looking at a game that ugly. I think I'm doing it more for the the story in the background, the just trying to see how long I can survive. It's like Don't Starve, Mm. which you didn't like either. It's just Mm. see how long you can survive by picking stuff up as you're going along. I haven't come across life. Well, yeah, that's that's also something that's not very good. We, I've got to play some more. I need to speak to Proton because I need to get past the first day and figure out how you just carry stuff. Because it's, it's, there's no real tutorial for it. If I remember rightly, you need to get a shopping trolley. Yeah, but it's finding a shopping trolley. I can be it's like the... Market. Yep. Or a canal. <laughs> so I can be like the, the old homeless tramps in all those programmes with a shopping trolley walking around. You said it, mate. I mean, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> so we've we've spoken about that before. That was out on the that was out part of Humble Bundle, open mm-hmm. source Humble Bundle. I think it was last week's. So I got it for a lot cheaper than probably what Proton paid for it, but that's because I'm tight. Proton probably got it for free with his you know 
contact. Indiegogo friends, yeah. And the final game I've been playing is Need for Speed Rivals, which I know John's bought. I've bought and not played properly, but... Um... What platform, John? Uh, PC. Oh. See, was I it on bought... cheap somewhere? Because I couldn't find it. it was, I got it for 15 quid from GameCube oh. now. I'm borrowing this off my, my brother-in-law for the PlayStation, and do you know, I think the online mode in that is shit. When you have the open lobby and you've got people driving around when I'm trying to complete my little missions and completely dicking around in front of me while I'm trying to unlock the Ferrari, it just pissed me off. I don't know how anyone can play that game online. Can't you turn the lobbies to Fred I did. or something? No, I turned it off after about 20 minutes because every time I built up a nice amount of speed points, someone came racing around the corner, crashed into the side of me, pinned me against the wall, and then the police arrested me. So, Isn't this, is, is this the one, is this the latest version? Yes, yeah, this, this is, the is, I'm playing it on PS4. Because was it Beastie I heard saying about it? Or something, oh, somebody on one of the, one of the, one of the mature uh, family podcasts was saying, um, it's just broken because effectively you drive around, you do the race, and you've just got people waiting to ambush you at the end. Um, um, I think you know, Kev said that at one point. Oh, was it Kev saying that? Was it? He's just saying that basically you get in the, you know, everyone, any experience racer just hovers around towards near the finish line and just waits for you to get close to it and then just rams you and nicks all your XP or whatever it is. Yeah, or your I dosh. Don't, I don't think I yeah, know. that's that's why I play it offline because it's just. To be fair, what's the fun to... in a racing game? I've never found racing games fun offline. It's never as much fun as when you're grinding your friend's face in the dirt. <laughs> well, you go and borrow right. it and let me grind your face into the dirt. That would be, uh... yeah, that's probably what would happen, but that's why I'm never going to play it. <sighs> and that is, that's all I've been playing, really, apart from the, uh, the usual, but yeah. Well, it's good you've left some space for John's exhaustive list. Yeah, well, I, haven't really, I really haven't been playing a lot because I've been quite busy. Uh, but what I have been playing, and is actually worthy of a mention, is uh, League of Legends, believe it or not. <laughs> and the reason why it's worthy of a mention is kind of a, as a um, kind of as a January, uh, sorry, not for January the first, April the first, kind of April Fool's joke. They introduced a new mode, saying that this is what League of Legends is going to be like going forward into the next season. And basically, they've called it Ultra Rapid Fire Mode. And in, in normal League of Legends, you have to balance, you know, have to, you've got mana that you need to worry about and, you know, a, mm-hmm. a, a spell or an ability that you use might be on cooldown for like 10, 15 seconds. In the Ultra Rapid Fire Mode, there's no, mana doesn't exist, basically. And, <laughs> and um, your, your spells are up every one or two seconds, including, including all your other spells like Teleport and Heal and, <laughs> and, uh, and all your ultimate... Sorry, your, um, you know, your, main, your main... What's it called? Ultimates and stuff like your that. Ultimate. Yeah, so it's kind of... Yeah, it's just like kind of mayhem. Mental. But it's, at, sounds mental. but it's actually really quite good fun. Are they um, going to keep it in as a mode? I hope they do. As a bit of a fun mode, it's certainly much more fun, I think, than the ARAM, which is the all random or mid, which is basically mm. um, four or five aside in one lane, 
Because um, this is ultra rapid fire, but it, you still have the element of the tactics. Whereas rather than, rather than ARAM, there's no taxi, tactics involved. So, yeah, it's really quite good. I hope they do keep it, whether they will or not, I don't know. I think it's been really popular. I think most of the guys that are on our TeamSpeak server have found themselves playing this mode pretty much constantly since it's been available. So read into that what you will. Um, have you managed to tear up yet, John? Have you managed to sort of get yourself up the ladder? No, no, I've kind of, I kind of, I, I haven't been playing a Have lot. Have you dropped out of the competitive scene? Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, I'm still there. I'm still trying to. I'm still. If I play a game, I'm half likely to just have a quick game on my other account to earn some XP to try and get that up to level thirty and have another crack at kind of joining, joining the ranked uh, at, at a decent level. But I don't know. Maybe I've come to the conclusion. That uh, I'm really not that very good at the game, <laughs> and I might well be in the right place that I should be. But um, yeah, it's, it still frustrates me, and I hate it and love it in equal measure. So um, I'm, I, I'm having a bit of a subconscious decision not to play too much of it. But um, this new rapid fire mode piqued my interest a little bit, so um, that was definitely worth worth a game. Um, but that's it, really. I, I haven't played anything else other than a bit of tiny little bit faster than light and um, yeah really that's it I'm afraid nothing more to see here mm. let's move on to the releases uh, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Online without a date when's that released? Uh, oh Christ 10th I think um, yeah 10th of April so that's what uh, Thursday okay I, I remember Ghost Recon on the Xbox and the Xbox 360 and I never really quite got on with it. Is it, is it going to be another slow, ploddy, squad-based it, shooter? It, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it, they've kind of stripped out the multiplayer mode of Ghost Recon Ghost Recon. I always used to really like that kind of third-person, over-the-shoulder, slightly more tactical, um, kind of like Gears of War in a Rainbow Six world. I don't know, it's that kind of, you kind of had your roadie running type stuff and it's quite tactical. And they've kind of done that. I don't know, I, I did get an option to join the beta and never quite got around to to doing it. Um, apparently it's, it's there, there are issues with its balance and there not being a huge amount of content to it. But, you know, it's, it's free to play. Oh, is it? it oh. Yeah, yeah, it's a free to play game. Um, Sorry, I should have made that much, much, much clearer. <laughs> it, yeah, so it's a free-to-play game out on Thursday. Um, is it free-to-play or is it freemium? Well, lots I, I don't know until we've, we've, we've kind of played it. I, I am quite looking forward to it because, like I said, I did like Ghost Recon online. I, I, I remember Ghost Recon 2 on the Xbox um, 360 and you know, all the Ghost Recon games I actually really enjoyed. Uh, and we actually had a bit of a, a resurgence when the last one came out. Um, but um, yeah, uh, don't know. But it's, it's coming out on Thursday, so I, I should be install. Oh, I should be having a go of it, installing it, and and seeing seeing what it's like. But you can buy hats apparently, so that's good. We play that on Friday night. Brilliant. Hats. Can't play on Friday night. It's Battlefield night. No, I have to say, I was, quite, of habit. I, I was quite tempted to. Um, I, after listening to what you guys had said last week about. Um, Battlefield, I, I kind of thought, got it in my head, oh, I'm going to play a bit of Battlefield on the PS4. I quite fancy trying that naval strike thing, but uh, I never got around to that. So, uh, 
Not an interesting story, but an older story. Look up with this, John. Join us. Join us on the dark. I don't know when I'm going to get the chance. It certainly isn't going to be on a Friday night, mate. That's for sure. I don't know. We do Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays normally. As we discussed, not wishing to continually air my dirty laundry and my life in public on this show. I don't live anywhere near my PlayStation on, on a Tuesday night. The PlayStation is about the size of an A4 binder. Pick it up, bring it with you. Oh, no, it's a bag of, it's a load of bloody <laughs> aggravation. I carry too much around with me as it is. Just did buy I, a second one. Did I tell you about how many laptops and stuff I took to Amsterdam the other week? Yeah. The guy was... The guy, the guy was talking... The guy, the security guy, started talking to me about video games and stuff. It's, <laughs> it's ridiculous, holding up the line. Hope you gave him a, I hope you gave him a bits and pieces card. Uh, no, I... I Oh, he should have done. Actually, I think I might have had one. <laughs> he, he could have, you could have given him a stack, and you could have just handed them out to everyone who goes past security for the next two hours. <laughs> yeah, that would have been quite good. Anyway, okay, so uh, the next one, Lego the Hobbit. That's out now, isn't it? Or That's is out. It, everything. That's out on Friday, I believe. Uh, well, I think I thought I saw it in game, but that might not just be. That might have just been consoles. Well, it might just be that thing where they put the box out for about three weeks before it's actually due to come out. But um, my understanding is it comes out on Friday, on, or at least on PC, for um, on pretty much every single format ever known to man. Um, and somebody asked me what it was about, and it's like, it's Lego, The Hobbit. What do you want to know? <laughs> it's going to be Lego in The Hobbit world. Take it you'll be picking this up for your Wii U then? Nope. Ah, yeah, you haven't mentioned your Wii U purchase I haven't yet. got it yet. I was saving content. You said you wanted a short show. You mean you haven't got it yet? You're not telling me that game has been sold out. It hasn't been delivered. But what was interesting, when I tweeted out, I bought another next-gen The number of people who got back to me going about Xbox One and how wonderful it was that I bought an Xbox One. Well, I was going to say exactly the same thing. And frankly, you've been a bit of a Lenny letdown, to be honest. (laughs) But uh, I'll happily kick your ass at Mario Kart when that comes out. So... That's that was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. But, oh, yeah, um, yeah I'll talk great, about. It. I mean, it? hopefully, I'll, hopefully that'll that'll turn up because I got it off eBay. So um, hopefully it will turn up midweek, and um, I'll have a little play on that before next week's show. Cool. When we can turn this into a, a PC and Wii U podcast. Well, when is Mario Kart released? End of May. Oh, it's quite a way yet then. Yeah. Cool. Good for good for that. Uh, anyone need a break? No, no, I'm no, no, let's crack on. This might be a short one, uh, ladies. Says John, hopefully. <laughs> no, not necessarily. Two hours, did. 20 minutes, the last bloody show. They got their money's worth out of that one. I know, they did. Absolutely, it was a good show. It was a good show. I enjoyed it immensely. Um, well, let's let's take the opportunity now to break up the, the talking with uh, the competition results. I thought you were going to do a bit of music. <laughs> no. no, I did discover Spotify this week. So was, mm. I never really used it before. It's all right, isn't it? I found some old it's, gems. It's, it annoys me because it won't, because A, it lets you shuffle, but it always seems to play the same songs. I'm not sure it has enough of the old old shit that I'd want to listen to. Because I was looking for some old classics like The Family Cat and... Beethoven um, and stuff. No, so some of the bands that I really... No, I found some the really... Family Cat, bloody hell. I remember, I found some really <laughs> obscure bands from like when I was a kid, and they were great, like The Power of Dreams and... Um, the heartthrobs and the charlottes and stuff like that, you know. Are these all doo-wop singers from the 30s or something? No, 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 no. no. But um, <laughs> I couldn't find the Family Cat. I thought... I like the on? Family Cat. Yeah, they're a great band. Um, so, yeah, I couldn't find everything that I wanted to find, which is a bit Are of a Are you shame. still playing League of Legends? No, I'm not playing League of Legends. Why? 
Oh, you can hear clicking. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I've been caught. I've been caught out. No, I'm not playing League of Legends. Um, no, I'm not playing anything. I'm researching stuff <laughs> in Chaldeum. Uh, yeah, I, was playing, I was playing Diablo, trying to get some legendaries on the quiet. Um, right. What were we talking? We're talking about uh, Competition uh, competitions, right? Okay. So as we discussed, we had two winners for the for the um, for the games, which were numbers five and sixty-one. Now, lads, we should have thought, talked about this earlier. But how long do I give these guys to get back to us? A week until the next show, and if no one's just one to week, within yep. All right. Yep. Just one week. What if they're a few behind now? Well, like you said last week to Beastie, if you're not in it, you don't win it. Fair enough. Right. Okay. So, what was the first one out? Number 61, wasn't it? Yep. Okay. Number 61. Just want to get, I just want to read it out. Just so we're getting some actual airtime and value out of this segment. Uh, it's costing me money for crying out loud. Um, okay, so remember this. This is done before anyone starts moaning. I've gone onto the thing and I've ordered it in terms of most recent, with one being the oldest, and 106 being the most recent, obviously. Mm-hmm. And number 60 and number 61, I think you'll find. Oh. Uh, is um, I've written it in there. I can't find it now. Lion Lester. Lion Lester. Now, hang on. Where is it? Talk about yourselves. Lion Lester. Okay, so on the fourth of May, twenty thirteen, Mr. Lion Lester had this to say about us. Five star oh, review, of course. Of course. Great show that has some great personalities as hosts. Really? This has been, been my go-to podcast for a while now, and I can't see that changing any time soon. <laughs> so if he well, listen, <laughs> this, is gonna, this is the real test of that, mate. Um, so <laughs> you need to get in contact with us. <laughs> Pretty damn sharpish. Uh, a truly great mix of fun and being informative. Uh, the only thing better is joining the community and getting online with members for some gaming. He says, ooh, a yellow. And he... But he also says that he's a hedgehog. Which were the hedgehogs? Well, it weren't us. No. They were consolers. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, Lion Lester. Please get in contact either via the forum. Yeah, PMS or whatever. PMS or via Facebook. Not Facebook, Twitter. Twitter. Uh, do not email mgpbits at mitchellgamingpodcast.com because I can't access it. I can. All right. Do that I don't know how want. to reply, but I can access it. The best thing to do would be to uh, assault on forum th- if you can on three fronts. Okay, yeah. so well done. You have won a copy of Talisman. If you unless you don't claim it, if, unless you don't claim <laughs> it. And number five. Now this was a very easy one to to find. Was uh, from the thirteenth of July, twenty twelve. Even my daughter can count to five. <laughs> and I don't know if this is one of our Smurf accounts where we put in any old shit. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking. Because I noticed that number th- number four was uh, by Calamity J seventy, which is an account I made up for my for my missus. So, that's <gasps> but uh, never mind. Well, in fact, it's my missus's account, but I just wrote the review for her. But it was it was you know you had to hype it, didn't we? 
anyway, number five, <laughs> hopefully, is a real person, and that's Manic Miner four six eight. Magic Miner. It says Manic Miner. Well, you've written Magic Miner. Oh, sorry. Well, I'm looking so at maybe iTunes. Magic Manic Miner can get in touch with us and tell us which one it is. <laughs> I'm looking at iTunes now, and I can see that it's Manic Miner four six eight. And on the thirteenth of July, twenty twelve, he said, "Good show, gents!" Exclamation mark. And that's it. Well, thank it you. Counts. Thank you very much, Manic Miner. Now, uh, if anyone else, uh, well, yeah. listen next week to see if these guys um, pick up their yeah, prizes. You, you could still be in with a chance of winning. I think there's <laughs> a. I think there's a very distinct chance that you're going to be in a chance of the winning. I'm hoping that Calamity J70 wins it. To be honest. <laughs> Every um, week he's just going to keep going on. It's like a big rollover weekend. Yeah. So no, it's, it, but it, it's, to... it's a rollover that never gets bigger. So well, I was going to say, it's like, well, you, know, you know when you go to the supermarket and they said you want your skill vouchers for schools and you go, no, pass them on to the next person, please. It's a bit like that. Anyway, number 31. Yeah. Which was Vimesy's little extra bonus thing that I noticed you haven't um, bothered to uh, look into. Was what? a young man by the name of Little Jimmy. Now I don't know who Little Jimmy is. Well, I hope he's old enough to play this game. I, I, I would imagine he would be. Um, but Little Jimmy wrote on the first of October, twenty twelve. Don't make him angry. You won't like him when he's angry. I don't know who he's talking about there. No idea. It says, well, just to clarify, it's Little J One M M Y. Okay, actually, on reflection, this has been the best episode yet, episode 13. Some fantastic oh. comic moments between the angry, hungover John and the rambling, surreal Proton. Uh, <laughs> you don't get a mention, lad, sorry. Um, <laughs> not safe for... Uh, it says not safe for week, but I, mean, I think he means it's not safe for work, or listening in the car with the kids. Although the bit on routers could help them sleep. Well, thank you very much for that, little Jimmy. I'm going to have to go and listen to episode 13 to find out what the fuck you're talking about. But <laughs> Proton uh, was on it. Um, yeah. You and Proton in the same room. It's always fun. Rambling and surreal Proton. It's not just me that thinks it. It's written here <laughs> in black and white on iTunes. Anyway, so he gets the third prize, which is the Vimesy's cheap-ass special. Poundland special. Um, so don't get too excited, Jimmy. But that, you never know; that might well roll over. <laughs> and uh, that's that. Finally, the end of that chapter, possibly. Oh, I made a mistake. Velvet Assassin isn't eighty-nine p. Is it eighty-nine pounds? Please be eighty-nine pounds. No, it's fifty-nine p. Oh, I might buy two. Shocking. We'll choose another number then. No, don't. I can't be asked to read it. I can't be <laughs> I asked to do all that counting again. Right, okay, good. That's, that's a bargain, half the price. We've wasted too much time on this. And these headphones are making it difficult to speak again. Uh, films, books, comics. Vimesy. What have you been watching, mate? Oh, um, stuff. <laughs> I had um, a film night um, yesterday because it was Sunday and so we watched a film. And I watched um, Captain America, the first Avenger, uh, which is not the latest one, obviously, because I don't watch latest films. Um, and um, it was very good. It was actually a lot better than I thought it would be. Uh, it reminded me a little bit of um, 
Oh, bloody hell. What was the name of that? Superhero film with Sean Connery in it. Um, 1960s Victorian. A bit like the Avengers, but sort of Victorian Avengers. Oh, uh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, it reminded me a little bit of that, actually. Um, same kind of aesthetic, I think. I don't know. Maybe it's just the, the way it was directed or something. Maybe it's because it was about futuristic kind of... Well, not futuristic weapons, but sort of old-style futuristic weapons, if you like. Um, yeah, it's 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 one of the Marvel films. It's got Captain America in it, kind of origin story. Um, I actually thought the origin story was handled really well, where you've kind of got this weak, uh, short-ass, asthmatic um, character who then sort of gets turned into this muscular, superhuman Captain America. Actually, I thought it was done really, really well. I thought the character of the, the first guy was brilliant. And, and, you know, they actually did a really good job there of of just making those, you know, they looked very similar. They're at, you know, the mannerisms were very, very similar, etc. Really enjoyed it. Um, story was <laughs> completely barking, but that's kind of what you expect, isn't it, with, um, with, with, with Marvel stuff. Uh, I'm actually, it made me want to go and watch the Avengers again because I wanted to see how, do you know what I mean? It was kind of like, because it ended on, sorry? Now you've seen all the the ones before it, haven't you? you Yeah, well I watched them kind of in the wrong order, didn't I? Because I watched the Avengers first um, and then um, watched, you know, Thor, uh, Iron Man, all that sort of stuff. And then this was the last one I watched, which should probably have been the first one, really. Um, I actually I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed Thor, without a doubt. I thought Thor was quite weak, um, apart from Loki. But everyone loves Loki. Um, like I said, I haven't seen Thor two yet, and I haven't seen Captain America two, Winter Soldier, or whatever it is. But that's getting some pretty good reviews. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is with the Marvel films. Considering I don't like superheroes, uh, I'm really enjoying the, the sort of the Marvel films, the, the recent sort of. I can't stand the Spider-Man ones. I don't like those very much. But um, that's um, the different franchise, isn't it? Sony, I believe, own. Spider-Man. I don't know, but I, I don't. I don't know what it is. But considering I, I just don't like superheroes. I just don't. I've never liked them. But actually, these these recent Marvel ones. Just really good. They kind of play on that kind of matinee style film. They're easy to watch with, you know, ludicrous plot lines, but actually a, a really watchable, good sense of humour. Um, I don't know why. Just um, have you seen yeah. Agents of Shield yet? Agents of Shield. I've watched the first. I've watched the first couple of episodes and couldn't mm. get into it. I've still got them on my um, my PVR. Um, haven't haven't gone past sort of episode two, and I don't. From what people people have sort of judging reactions on Twitter, which is never a good thing. Um, people have kind of sort of said that it's it's not a particularly good series, so I've been kind of like, well, do I waste my time with it or not? Well, um, I've enjoyed it, but you did say last week you'd never listen to my recommendation ever again. <laughs> yes. Yes, I did say that, which is why I haven't watched it yet. So... Um, I don't know. It's 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 going to sit there. I might try and go back to it, but to be honest, there's so much other stuff in my life. I need to get you know. There's so many films and DVDs and series sitting up on my yeah, you really my need shelf. To watch and so many, do I really? Yeah, I need to watch Arrow. Um, 
you know, do I really want to waste my time watching something I'm not really into yet and doesn't seem to be growing on me? You know, I've given it two episodes. I might give it a third one just to see if it picks up. But honestly, there are better things to watch, in all honesty. Um, <laughs> speaking of better things to watch, like your Frozen. Next thing. <laughs> huh? Like your next thing. Yeah, Frozen. Oh, God. Uh, made the mistake of picking this up for my daughter, my three-and-a-half-year-old daughter, who for five viewings in the last four days, actually, thinking about it. Um, this is the latest Disney film, and I don't like it. Um, <laughs> it's... I don't... I just don't like it. I was... I, you know... Sorry, but I it's it's not very good. Um, I love Tangled. Tangled's great. Tangled's yeah. one of my favourite films. Frozen is not a patch on it. And yet a lot of people seem to really enjoy it. My daughter goes fucking mad over it. She's like running around. She's singing all the songs badly. Um, you know, doing all the moves, being all melodramatic and weird. And I just don't get it. it it's a film. It doesn't hang together very well. Um there doesn't seem to be anything that really happens in. There's no real kind of memorable moments as such. I just don't see what all the how this is. Isn't this become something like the highest grossing Disney film ever or something? I in believe, the space um, six months or something ridiculous. I think it's the highest grossing animation film, Disney animation yeah. film. I don't understand it. It's not that good. Is it better than The Hunger Games? Another film you didn't understand? Oh, jeez! If you had to make me watch two of them, I'd watch Frozen. Really? Yeah. Because it's shorter. Because The Hunger Games is two hours, 20 minutes, and Frozen is like 90. Are you sure this isn't just overexposure? Because you know what kids like. Well, No, I the mean, first time I watched it, I was like disappointed. Um, okay. I just didn't you, think... Maybe you didn't understand good. it. Maybe you didn't get yeah. some of the more subtle plot, plot points. I don't think it had the same... <laughs> yeah, the subtle plot lines. The I don't think it had the kind of... What Disney have been quite good at doing recently is what um, Pixar used to be quite good at, which is putting it on so many different levels. Mm-hmm. So the kids kind of got the basic, and there was, there was some adult stuff in there if you were looking for it. And I don't think it's kind of got that. It, it, it reminded me a lot of um, if you go to Netflix Kids and you just kind of, if I give, you know, let's let my daughter loose on Netflix Kids and she goes to like uh, the Tinkerbell straight to DVD kind of films. Mm-hmm. It's like that. It's just, it's. Uh, you know, it just doesn't vacuous seem to and only exists for um, marketing reasons. Yeah, pretty much. And the songs aren't very good. That's Disney. Not... That's Disney for you. But one of them didn't one of them win an Oscar or something. Someone told me today that one of them, like the Let It Go song or whatever it was, was won an Oscar or something. I'm like, that's ridiculous. It's crap. I just don't like it. I'm sorry. It's not very good. That's all. Have I you, want to have talk you heard what's in the charts recently? It's all shit. No, <laughs> no, I haven't. I'm, I'm really showing my age that. again. I've turned into a right old, miserable old man. A top 40. Oh. The hit parade. Yeah. More like the <laughs> shit parade. Yeah. <laughs> no, so that's all I've, I've really watched. Um, Captain America First Avenger, thumbs up. Frozen. Yeah, I liked that a lot. That's the, just to clarify that, because I, I was listening, but that's the first one, not the one that Beastie was talking about last week, yeah? Yeah. 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 No, that's the one that's a, on Netflix, basically. <laughs> no, it was a, it was a good film. Enjoyed it. I, I was quite impressed. I, I, you know, I wasn't expecting anything from it at all, and I actually came out of it really enjoying it. So, yeah, I'm glad. Excellent. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Yoda. Try and try and talk about this as a film and not an extension of the, se- well the loved. series that the well loved, much the weird, bizarrely loved. You can't just get on with it. 
Just don't mention Firefly too much <laughs> or go on too gushingly. I watched this like after watching the series that should not be named. Which is and... kind of how you should watch yeah. it, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't think it was anywhere near as good as the TV series. Yep, I'll go with that. I think that it was quite weak in some areas and yep. it just seemed to rush the ending dramatically. Mm. I think when they were coming back from from the said zone to back towards to broadcast the message, I think that just that was getting silly and it's I wouldn't say it was anywhere near as good as some of the episodes of Firefly. But I don't can I can I spoil it? No, don't spoil no. it. I, I kind of much as I'm berating you I I I am of the opinion that I really should go through and watch the series and then watch the film again. Damn right you so should. So I don't want it to be spoiled. Just so that I can do one of my famous uh what, famous what the fuck U- was that about? No, one of my famous <laughs> U-turns on something. When I actually give something a bit of a chance. It turns we out could do a cost. Serenity spoiler cast, you know, five yeah. years on or something. <laughs> and, <laughs> no, it was it was a good film, but I would I know people who have watched it before. I think I was speaking to my sister, and she's, she'd watched it. I went, have you seen Firefly? And she went, no. <gasps> so I pointed her in that direction. Damn right. I mean, I think you're right. It's it's weaker than the series. There are episodes in the series which are just so strong. Yes. And uh, this would have been... They could have made this an episode of the series and it would still probably have been one of the weaker ones. They tried to tie up a lot of loose ends and they tried to do it with the hope that this would lead to another film or maybe another series or something. So it's kind of trying to battle on too many fronts. They had a large cast for a a film. So you had to kind of introduce them all very, very quickly, try and get yeah. some plot line up very, very quick. And with nine main characters, that's, that's quite difficult to do. Um, Even though they tend to, they, they shoehorned a couple of them out of the way. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. Um, and you know, it, it, if it's very difficult, because obviously I came at it with a grounding and a love for the series. So you know, I, I kind of got the backstory. I, I, I came out of it thinking, I don't think... I watched it launch day, first, basically first in the queue, um, for the first showing on, on, on the day it came out. And um, I came out of it thinking, oh dear, because I don't see people getting this if they haven't seen it. If they're not in love with the series, they're not going to get this. Well, they're, that's, they're not, that's precisely what happened to me, mate. I yeah, yeah exactly, because it it's... There, it, there's it's, so much... Of, relates to the backstory of each character you know and unfortunately that doesn't carry well you know you have to watch the series first and then watch serenity because you know that's just the way it needs to be done yeah um i just wish they'd bring out another series stop it who funded this film then it was funded by um universal not not the not the studio that cancelled the um... no no, Fox cancelled the series. It must not be named, and um, uh, Universal picked up the the, the the rights for Serenity, okay. which is why it wasn't called the series. It could not be named the title, which I still haven't said all episode. I'm quite proud. 
Cool. No, I'm sure you said it earlier on, but thanks. No, I haven't. Oh, I think okay. you broke that. that. Oh, okay, no, never mind. The next film I watched, I believe you've watched this as well, John, um, in the past, is Jack the Giant Slayer. I saw that. What did you think of that? I really enjoyed that. I thought it was great. Um, it was... It had, um, I think it had some, like, Ewan, the Ewan McGregor character was Ace. And I can't he, remember his name, but... Uh... No, I can't. And I only watched it on <laughs> Saturday. That wasn't funny. It's called Ace. I, t- I, tried to, I tried. I tried to make something funny out of it, but I failed. Carry on, Yoda. Sorry, I'm just being a twat. <laughs> and, no, I thought it was very much on the lines of the Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunter sort of um, the way that was directed. I still can't bring myself to watch that because of Jeremy Rayner. Just watch it. Mm. You'll enjoy it. You're... Have you watched Jack the Giant Slayer yet? No. You need Is he watch... in that as well? Cause I won't watch no, he's not. He's not in that. Squishy face. <laughs> Leave squishy face alone. You've got to watch him in the new Avengers movie, yeah. Mm. It's really good. It's a good take on the the nursery run, nursery tale, whatever it is. <laughs> that's your that's your box quote. It's a good next week, Humpty Dumpty, run. Humpty Dumpty, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and no, it's it's just another one of those silly fairy story movies, which is good. How old are your kids, Bonesy? Three and a half. Is that it? Mm-hmm. probably a little bit too old for them but it's just a great if they were eight it's a great family movie do you not agree yeah Tony, it's a great yeah. film it's got it's got enough for everything everyone really if the kids don't if the kids aren't going to get scared by the giants then yeah. i mean i i don't have kids so i'm of the mind fuck, fuck them if they can't handle it fuck them but the kids, so but that's a, um, that's a bit of a Gary Glitter way of looking at it. No, no, <laughs> oh no! Uh, I respect the joke, uh, and I'm sorry I walked into that terrible trap. Uh, we'll be cutting that. Um, no, I don't. Uh, yeah, it, it's a, it's a great, it's a great, it's a great film. There's no, it, it's just vacuous Sunday afternoon. Yeah. It's just no, Frozen's vacuous. I wouldn't say something like Charles Slayer is vacuous. It's you just... haven't seen it. <laughs> I don't have to. Frozen is vacuous. It deserves every horrible thing you can throw at it. Oh, fair enough. And the final thing I've been watching is, I've been watching this on Dave, is Storage Hunters. Oh, I love Storage Hunters. That's brilliant. I don't understand this. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. It's oh, just looking great. in garages. I've watched the first 30 <laughs> minutes cool. of one of these. I they're only 30 it. minutes, aren't they? I yeah. Oh, they're oh, brilliant. They, I don't know. I've watched one episode then. Oh, they're brilliant. It's brilliant. <laughs> This is just car crash telly at its best. Explain the premise to those that haven't been fortunate enough to watch this. Storage Hunters is basically, in America, they get storage lockups. When they don't pay their bills, they they get someone to auction off the contents. You're not allowed to go in the, the unit before you buy it, and you've got to just buy it based on what you see. And it can just get silly. I think I watched one the other day where under a tarpaulin... There was two Harley Davidson motorbikes, and I think they paid two and a half grand for the the unit, and walked out with twenty five grand's worth of Harley How Davidson. How do they get away with things like the, the Dutch president? Don't have that in America where you got to have your V five and stuff, do you? Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's the, what you're doing there, Vines. There. Is, what you're doing there, Vines, is assuming that all of this isn't a load of set up bollocks. Oh. Um, 
because everything in the in these lockups are very well organised and hidden. So there's a little there's a little peak of a little prize at the back of this thing. Which I saw you, one yeah. where they found a safe, like and it was a proper old, sort of old school, out of a western type safe. You know? Can I assure you, none of them look anything like my fucking garage, which is just boxes <laughs> and boxes of shit. I would like to point out that um, I, I did know the concept of this because it was in an episode of Series Five of Castle with the aforementioned Nathan Fillion in. They did a okay. they did a storage lockup auction. So uh, yeah, I had I had some. Experience of this, but no, I I absolutely love it. It's that's my little vice, like John's uh, goggle box. I sit down at six o'clock while I eat my tea and uh, just put that on because it's just it's just amusing. Does it follow the same punters around all the time? Yeah, like, it's the same kind of group of people that are always in. There's it. a team. You have occasional other people that turn up. Some Latino in his bitch or something that wander around. <laughs> having it all and, what they do? They sort of loiter there and he sort of a Latino in his bitch. <laughs> that's what they refer to. Right. Just make sure I just remind me to put the explicit tag on this episode. <laughs> on this episode, yeah. <laughs> and that—that's it for me. Well, good one. Uh, okay, then where's my uh, list? Where's my list? It's, what do you mean list? It's one thing on it. Oh yeah, that's what I remember. Yeah, I, I have watched. I, I it's watched a bit a, like your games list. I haven't watched a bit of TV, and I watched this last night. And there's not, you know, we. This was Joe's choice, and because I've discussed previously that we're having choices, you know, we're going chronologically <laughs> in age order, and uh, Joe was having trying to choose between this film and um, some sleuthing thing that. Oh God, what is it? Some girl, teenage schoolgirl who's a detective. Nancy Drew? No. Oh. I don't know, some shit. Anyway, yeah. so I didn't sound it, so I, I used my best manipula- manipulative skills to uh, persuade Joe to choose the other one, and I really wish I hadn't. White House Down, what a load of shit that is. There's is this the one with Channing Tatum and yeah. Jamie Fox? Yeah, there's not many action thrillers that I I think is a load of shit. I can put up with most things. But this well, I put up with it, but this was utter shite, man. It is fucking dreadful. Have you seen it? Uh, no. Yeah, I quite enjoyed it. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it was the worst. It was it was so cheesy. It was made by the guy who did Independence Day. That's what well, kind of swayed me onto it. What, what what's the premise of the I mean White House down kind of might give it away. Right. Oh, let's play a little game. Okay, so we have a we have an ex-military person who's won a won a medal. A little bit down on his luck. Uh huh. Hard up, yeah. And Uh and didn't get offered a job. He went for a job interview at the White House and didn't get Uh it. Oh mate. Right. Guess what happened next? Uh, he's probably got to take his shoes and socks off, walk on broken glass, and wear a white vest. It was Not very, far. it was very diehard. Fuck me, I'm good at this. It was hugely diehard. And what else? What else would be massively uh, predictable? That he took his daughter there with him, so his daughter got to fucking... a job interview. No wonder he didn't get the yeah. job. Yeah, and of course the whole that all gets hijacked, and at the end of it, you know, he's doing all, he's being, he's doing the job that he went for an interview for that he didn't get, and saving his kid, and his estranged wife is looking on. 
doe eyed at him. Oh, it's fucking ridiculous. It's a load Why of old shit. Why would you go there? Shit. They're not going to hire you. Why would you do the job? You'd be like, fuck you, man. You didn't want me to do this. I'm out. It was more for his daughter, I think. Oh, fair enough. Nah, well, he's not a career man then, is he? I mean... Mm. I I did, the, the bit I found the funniest was Jamie Foxx in the back of the the limo with the rocket launcher. That made me chuckle. Where he drops it after he fires the, the shot. Okay. Jamie Lee Curtis in the back of a limo. I'd be all over that. <laughs> right. Um, I I just could I couldn't relate to this film at all. It just seemed like you couldn't relate to it. No, no. <laughs> when I previously uh, dealt with terrorist incidents. So Die Hard, yeah, you could relate to Die Hard. Yeah, but Die Hard was done in a non-shit way. You didn't relate to it. <laughs> I could. I could. Yeah, that that reminds me of me. I relate to that character. I do. That's what. That's, <laughs> that's what I. That's how I. Not far off. Actually. That's how I think of myself. <laughs> I could yeah. actually seriously, I could picture you doing that role. No, I, I. Maybe relates the wrong word, but it. It was just too. It, I can I can stand a bit of cheese, but this was too cheese and too tat. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was fucking. There was, there was a lot of cheese. It was fucking rubbish. But yeah. this is this is Hollywood's new poster boy. You've got to be you've got to be in love with him, haven't you? Really? Yeah. Apparently so. He's no Nathan Fillion. <laughs> is that his name? Is that yes. Right, don't say okay. like you don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. We, 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 you were on video earlier. We all saw the poster behind you. Maybe you, maybe you didn't the listen. Maybe you didn't listen to the show the other week when we we started investigating. Yeah, I uh, heard your the show man crush on. Your, I heard the, the show. Will yeah. you believe me? Anyway, so that's that. Don't watch it, anyone. It's shit. Um, which leads us to the news. Uh, Borderlands prequel outed. Yes. So, you should know all about this because this was done by our friends at Games Keys Now. I think Chris outed this one. This is um, it's like a pre-sequel. So this is uh, slated to be between Borderlands and Borderlands 2. It's been outsourced to a company in Australia, uh, 2K Australia. Um, it is kind of heavy rumour at the moment, but uh, considering the fact that Gearbox won't comment on it, that's pretty much basically saying, yeah, it's true. Um the interesting thing about this is it's only slated to come to the 360, the PS3, and the PC. So what we're now apparently calling the legacy consoles, because we can't call them last gen, apparently. We're not supposed to call them legacy consoles. Um, so, which is interesting, because it ties into a rumor I heard a while ago that there were going to be two different things where they are going to have Borderlands on legacy and on next gen a slightly different game so it, it seems to have some kind of um some kind of truth to it there's lots and lots of rumor and uh sort of lots and lots of details sorry about this 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 new borderlands game mm-hmm. um and if you want to read it head off to games points now where chris has written quite a, a good little expose type blurby thing about it so um yeah that's it really very good mm. That's news. That's like hot off the press news. Jane told me about this next one. I didn't read too much into it, but um, apparently a five-year-old has hacked into a, into his dad's Xbox One account. I'm so glad you didn't say bone. <laughs> right, okay. Go on then, John. Well, Jane told I... you about it, so you can tell the Yeah, but I didn't write it on here. No, that was me. Oh, go on, Yoda. So basically, a five-year-old has been rewar- rewarded for 
cracking Microsoft's great password protection by um, just tapping spacebar. Space <laughs> Hang on, on an Xbox One, what spacebar are we talking about here on an Xbox One account? Because there isn't a spacebar. I imagine it's on the, the pop-up keyboard or something, I don't know. Mm, conjecture. Mm. Right. <laughs> but they have given this this guy fourth free games, £30 Xbox credit, and a year's Xbox Live Gold membership for having his child just break into the... It's just, again, it's another one of those things where Microsoft are rewarding people for being stupid. No, it's not. Hang on, Microsoft are giving him, giving him a prize because he reported uh, what was basically a workaround in the top-notch security but system. Shouldn't it's not him have... being stupid. He's a five-year-old kid who is trying to get onto the to the uh, the store or whatever. Um, Manny should do it just by pressing the space bar and um, said to his dad, got a bit concerned, went, uh, Dad, I think I've done something wrong here. His dad reported it to Microsoft. He then said, oh, thank you for telling us. Um, we patched that out and here's, here's some presents for, for letting us know. It's not rewarding them for being stupid. I don't know. No, I can't. I have to agree with Vinesy there. That it, 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 of course, no. It's just Microsoft. You know, you know. They should have given them Xbox. You know, another Xbox or something, or rewarded them with something worthy like a PS4. They're spinning. <laughs> it's just the spin machine, man. That's yeah. all. It's just they're just turning, trying to turn something positive out of something negative. Uh, I'm, I'm stunned. Okay. I, I'm stunned that, that, that you could get. And you, someone could hack into your email account by pressing the space bar because it was a, a Hotmail email account. You would go absolutely mental. I so don't know what, the details of it. I don't understand. Well, if somebody reported it to him and said, uh, John, do you realise you can do this? I'd be quite grateful. Yeah, but that's, that's, isn't that major lack? After everything that's been going on with iOS and Android and being able to buy all these in-game apps, do you not think that something like the the Xbox or PlayStation 4 or PC whatever shouldn't have that potential floor in it in the first oh, place. No, it shouldn't. It shouldn't at all. I mean Microsoft was stupid in leaving the floor in, but they've they they're not They exactly didn't consciously it. put it in though, did they? It's just No, no, they didn't consciously put it in, but they you know, they should have been it should have been tested out or whatever, but they did this didn't they have the same thing on something like Windows 95 where you could basically go through the entire you could just hack around it just by Pressing, you know, by escaping out of it, basically let you in. You could almost bypass all the security errors just by pressing a couple of keys. Um, you know, so they're not they're not exactly strangers to it. But they roll anyway. out a new patches every bloody Wednesday. The software has issues, fact. Mm. Yep. And they deal with it, and they rely they rely on the good I mean, people in the community to. We haven't talked up. about this, and this is this is a bit Xboxy, but actually, um, with uh, Phil Spencer, um, he of you know, Ooh, Betty. Property, property fame. Oh, no, no, different I was going one. for the property one rather than the other Phil Spencer. That's um, Frank Spencer, sorry. Frank Spencer, yeah. Weak joke. Taking do you know over... who we're talking about? You were. I do. Oh. Yeah, you probably weren't born at the time. But um, with Phil Spencer taking over at Xbox, taking over like, the whole of the, the Xbox division at Microsoft, I reckon they're going to turn it around, you know. They've already made some good moves to kind of uh, immediately start appeasing people. And, uh, you know, Xbox as a brand is becoming a lot stronger and not making the stupid mistakes they were making this time last year. So, you know, fair play, power to them. Competition's a good thing. That's where it's at, yep. man. That's what it's all about. Uh, moving on, Watch Dogs. Time, time for an upgrade. Yeah. 
the minimum specs have been released, uh, minimum and recommended. So minimum, you're all right with anything from a, a GTX 460 or a Radeon HD 5770, um, and uh, anything like a quad-core CPU will will do it with four gig of RAM. That's your minimum. You want to play this recommended specs. You're looking at a DirectX 11 card with at least two gig of VRAM, so a GTX 560 or uh, an HD 8, uh, sorry, 7850, an 8-core CPU, so you're talking about at least an i7 uh, running at 3.5 gig, um, or an AMD 8-core running at 4 gig, 8 gig of RAM. So... Mm-hmm. Who hasn't got that? Me. Really? I ain't got the... Well, interestingly, the thing that interests me about this is it's the CPU that's going to let me down. Because recently, more often than not, you can get away with having a relatively low, not low-powered CPU, so long as your GPU is taking up the load. And interestingly, in this one, it's the first time I've seen it where you, it's basically stating to go high, you have to have an i7. Yeah, it's certainly the case that um, I think the general opinion in the world is that uh, your CPU is not the most important thing or that you will need to spend the money on in your PC. Hmm. Um, well, maybe that's changing. Well, I think maybe just this time, it, you know, it has to go up to that level, and then maybe it'll sit at i7 for a long, you know, for another couple of years, and GPUs will, have to, will ramp up again. I don't know, but it's. Uh, I don't really intend to get Watchdogs anyway, so I'm not too worried. No, I'm not sure I understand it. Yeah, I, think I, it I think it's just going to be a complicated load of old. But I think it's just going to be a complicated, frustrating load of well, old. Considering a couple of years ago at E3, it was like the gasp trailer. And went, wow, that's amazing. And ever since that E3, it's just been more... It, I don't know, it's just kind of got messy, and they, they've not handled it very well. So yeah. now I'm kind of... Whereas before, it was like an insta-buy. I was like, I want that. Mm-hmm. Now it's kind of like, I don't really understand what this is anymore. And it just looks like, you know, Assassin's Creed Chicago, um, which may not be a bad thing if it's, any, if it's as good as... Black flag, but I don't think it will be. So. Well, there'd be pirate boats. Because I understand that's the best bit about it. Isn't it? I enjoyed the pirate boats. Well, I'm you. really enjoying the pirate boats. Are you still playing that? Are you? <laughs> I'm, yeah. yeah. Well, I've got no room for Assassin's Creed in my life, I'm afraid. <laughs> no room uh, at all. Yeah, so, you know, if you are buying Watchdogs and you want to have the full experience, then the PC is the place to be if you can afford the upgrade. Um, what else? Amazon. Amazon have revealed their rival to, well, Apple TV and, and whatever. This is the Amazon Fire TV. So it's a set-top box for streaming media content. Uh, so it is basically Apple TV size. It's four and a half inches um, by just under an inch high. Um, looks quite slick. It's, you know, it's a, a diddy little thing. Um, and this is going to be not just used for sort of streaming Netflix and whatever else, mm-hmm. but they've also announced games. Now, they, have, they haven't put any, not really put any emphasis on games. They've kind of, they've led with the usual stuff that you'd expect them to, which is kind of like it links with your Kindle and your Kindle Fire and all this sort of things, and it has Netflix and whatever. Um, and currently it's only available in the US. They said they're not planning to bring it to the UK, but they said the same thing about the Chromecast mm-hmm. as well, and God knows whatever else. So I, I can't see why it wouldn't come over here. Uh, quad-core CPU, a couple of gig of RAM, 
um, HDMI, optical, audio, Ethernet ports, blah, 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 blah. The big coup for them is they're going to, there's going to be a, um, a Minecraft exclusive version of Minecraft for it. That doesn't mean that Minecraft is going to be exclusive on it. It just means there's going to be a Pacific version of Minecraft. How can you have a different version of Minecraft? I don't know. Maybe they'll have, like, Steve will wear a red top or something. I don't know. Uh, you know yeah, or a hat. But, I mean... Yeah, I don't know. But interestingly... That's really they, crazy. Considering they've kind of gone at this, if you if you look at their sort of their their store page for for this, games get a very small mention at the bottom, but they have they have now got Amazon Game Studios up and running. Ooh, okay. They've gone and um, they've gone and bought the uh, Killer Instinct developer Double Helix. They've also gone and got um, a couple of other pretty high profile um, a couple of high profile sort of developers from from other areas. So it's, it's looking like they're actually kind of putting some time and effort into this. Yeah, oh, have well, you seen yeah, that controller? They've definitely the been serious about it. But. Yeah, the controller's wank. I mean, you basically, the, 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 the Fire TV comes with like a standard Diddy remote, you know, you kind of proper TV remote, looks quite slick, lovely. And then you've got this hulking great brute of an on-live controller. Um and it does look identical to the on-live controller. There's no getting away from it. Um, it looks awful. But you know what? I don't For $99, and a bit cheap one, um, a controller's like I can a see a lot of people it. picking this up. I really can. I probably would if it was like 80 quid or something just to give my missus Netflix upstairs. So It's got um, a microphone in the remote, apparently. Okay. So you can do voice searching as well. Oh. Yeah. So, well, if you want to give your, your wife Netflix upstairs, why don't you just get a Chromecast? Because I can't be bothered. And our TV up there doesn't have an HDMI in. Just get an Xbox. Stop fucking about. <laughs> I've got a Wii U, man. That's where it's at. That's where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> um, next on the list. Uh, can oh, I just say go something? Go on. Go for it. If, you want to get this for your wife? Do you not need uh, HDMI upstairs anyway? Because this only Probably. has a Let's HDMI out. Let's just let, don't see. I was hoping I could brush on before you noticed the fatal flaw in my code. Well, what, what has your TV got upstairs? Then is it an old CRT? Scart lead. Ugh. No. Do you remember those Scart yeah, leads? Yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah, I emptied the garage out the other day. I found about six Scart leads. I know. I. I, I Scarlet leads are so. Hard. I mean, I normally like it. I like to keep a good gate. I like to keep a cable hanging around just in case I need it. But even I have any <laughs> Scarlet cables that are straight in the bin. Uh, horrible things. Yeah, as well. nasty. Oh man, did you ever twat somebody really hard with one so it left a scar mark in their hand? Amazingly, no. Oh, but, you uh, sure I live in hope. <laughs> Vimesy School of Parenting for you there. No, I'm joking. Okay, uh, <laughs> next on the list. Oh, this this is this is a bit old school. So Yoda may not remember this. Game Spy. Do you remember Game Spy, John? I remember Game Spy. They still exist. Yeah. They do, but they're shutting down their online services at the end of May. Oh, really? Uh, so yeah. So, this is yeah. old school. But this is like mm-hmm. Babelfish disappearing. This is old school. St- in, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like Alta Vista and really. Well, old it's interesting because they've they've kind of put up that they're going to be closing down a lot of the hosting services for multiplayer games. And the games they're listing are things like um, Stronghold 2 and <laughs> things like that. So it's kind of like, okay, um, not really going to affect anybody anymore. But um, 
it's just sad to see that uh, you know GameSpy used to be that that was where you, where you went for for games. That's where you went to get play. Yeah, that's where you went if you wanted to have a game of um, Counter Strike. That's for sure. Yep. It was all it was all game spy stuff, so yeah, a little bit sad to see that one go. So no, I agree. Uh never mind. Uh what's the last one? I've got a last one. Oh yes. Another one for Amazon really should have tied it into the previous news link, but hey. Uh Metacritic and Amazon seem to be having a little love in. Um so on Amazon stores at the moment, certainly in the US, if you go to games you'll see their meta score um next to the next to the um Next to the, the you know the score. item you're buying or whatever, yeah. So you know you're going to look at I don't know <coughs> Thief and you'll see a Metacritic score of I don't know Three. seventy probably. I don't know what it is. Probably around that. Um, and but also if you go to Metacritic, there's they've now got tabs next to it saying buy from Amazon. So it looks like there's a little bit of loving going on there. That makes um, sense. Yeah, why not? But you know Amazon dominating the world again. I don't know if I like this because I don't really like Metacritic scores. Um, I much prefer the way Steam do it. Um, I really like the Steam reviews ratings. You know, the ones where they sort of, someone can write a review, but it also tells you how long they've played it for. Mm-hmm. So I was reading one the other day, somebody who um, it was basically whinging about Total War and saying, you know, actually this game's really awful, it's buggy as hell, the balancing is all right. And you look at their playtime, they spent 360 hours in it. Yeah, so you've got a bit <laughs> of credibility, knows what you're talking about. Well, you think so, but then if you've got a bit of credibility, why have you spent 360 hours in a game that's bugged to fuck? I don't understand. Can I just say Daisy, everyone. Battlefield. Yeah. Daisy. That's all I can say. Daisy. So there are, so there are points to it. So, you know, I, I can kind of get it. But I do, I do like the fact that with, the, with the, the, the Steam ratings, you do get to see their play. Because some people are saying, this is the best game ever. It's really good. It's really deep and complicated. And you look at it and they've played it an hour and a half. And you're like... Can't oh, be man, internet man. review. Don't get me started on internet reviews. When people give it a naught, we get prizes for internet reviews, mate. So we can't knock it too much. Or they they give the latest AAA title, which has had millions and millions of pounds spent on it. Uh, one out of ten. Was it one out of ten? Yeah, right. Okay. Well, it's not 1080p, mate. Yeah, I mean, it's it's 1080i. Just, I mean, it's just what nonsense. It, that has no more merit than what a turd. Yeah, and, now, and now that now the Wii U is going to be running the Frostbite engine, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> it's a bit of an in-joke for those keeping up with the news. That was uh, can it do it? Will it do it? No, no, John. It was, a, it was an April Fool that um, so Microsoft put it out. No, DICE put it out. DICE put it out, that was it, yeah. They put an April Fool saying that DICE... Oh, why are they bullying the Wii U? Coming to the Wii U, because the Wii U can, was the best fourth gen or something like that. That's a bit like bullying. Yeah, like they that. had to apologise afterwards. Yeah, EA <laughs> came and um, stop hitting the little boy. Told them off, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, boo. That's, it. That's, EA. that's basically the news. There's lots more, but that's. I was told to keep it short. Good, excellent. Well, that was some very. So someone's probably going to complain now, saying that we didn't put all the news in and we weren't, you know, thorough. We enough. didn't research yeah. it enough. Yeah, we're not. We're not here to be informative or in any way truthful actually or know what we're talking about so yeah I don't know what you mean what are you having a go at now I'm having a go at anything sounds like you're having a go at something I don't have goes at anything god damn it it's quarter to 11 I need to go to bed I need to be up early right are we done yes, yes. good review us on iTunes well you don't have to because we're going to have to come up with more prizes now but you might as well uh, be one if, they, of... if they don't claim it there's a chance for you to win next week so get those reviews flying in 
Oh yes, I guess new reviews that come in, they'll get added to the only only five star ones get incorporated into the pot though. No, 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 no. I'm not like that. Anything one to four star, please email us with your. (laughs) I'm I'm just happy that we're getting the feedback from our listeners. Uh, Bet you're happy. Mm. You get John's a god, honestly. (laughs) I, I read some nice stuff about you the other day. Really? Yeah. Got a toilet wall. I think one of them said uh, said that uh, it's always better when Vimesy's on. I must read the reviews, mustn't I? Really? Yeah, you should do. They, they make good reading, and they're good. You know, teach you how, how you need to adjust your behaviour so you can become oh, better. I'm sorry. Hmm. Right. On that note, anyway, right. Give us reviews. Uh, send us emails. Mitchellgame. Oh, sorry, mgpbits at mitchellgamepodcast.com. Um, join, speak to us on the forums. Come and join the forums. www.maturegamepodcast.com. There's lots of um, lots and lots of lovely um, articles going up there. It seems that Kevin Steve has started um, building, <laughs> writing their own games. And we were talking earlier about bug-ridden games. There's a couple <laughs> for you. <laughs> um, I should imagine. Um, but there's always lots of good uh, good articles on there. All, always lots of uh, good chat in the forums. What's the hot topic in there at the moment? Porn? No, it's not about it, porn. It's Steve's market research, isn't it, at the moment, I yep. think. Oh, is it? Fair yeah. enough. I don't know what that means. I haven't been on. Um, it's all about the game that he's creating and he wants backing for. Right, is it... It's all about is he Is he trying to get... What, sorry, he's trying to get... Is he trying to get Kickstarter funding for this? No, it's Indiegogo. It's not Kickstarter. If it's Kickstarter, I'd probably already backed it. But it's uh, he's 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 no, he's quite serious about it. He wants to make a game. He's he's doing his research. He's but he's isn't, his is this coding. the game where he said that zombies are the good guys and they're yeah, yep, yeah. What and they're they're actually just premise revived angels trying to help people to die. No, I don't think it was quite that sort of thing. But yeah, Clark kinda oh, cool. I should read. I will read up on it. Do that. Get involved, John. Get involved. I am involved. Yeah. I'm just not involved in that at the moment. <laughs> what did you blow fifty quid on Kickstarter this week, um, Fonzie? Nothing. Move on. <laughs> I am intrigued. Swiftly, swiftly I am move intrigued, on. but we will move on. And finally, I guess follow us on Twitter at mgpbits. Oh, I'm at <laughs> sorry, it's me next, isn't it? Uh, at UK Evil Homer. Uh, I'm at Vimesy seventy four. I am at Yoda is blind. Excellent. And don't forget to get in contact if you're one of the lucky prize winners. Yay. Have a great week. We'd better, we better write those down, John, so we don't forget who they are. Roger. Have a uh, great week, and we'll speak to you next week. Bye-bye. Ta-ra. See ya. <laughs>